0: Hello, and welcome back to Behind the Eyes of Our Youth podcast, where we talk about anything and everything. My name is Anila, and a few of us recently sat on a youth panel to discuss our podcast and our voices. The event was our school district's leader convening. Principals, assistant principals, and other school leaders had the option to attend our session. Here's the full conversation, bloopers, hot mics, and all.
1: Ah,
2: Turn it off.
3: This is what. Give me the
2: mic.
3: Give me the other mic. Turn it off. I
4: turned
2: it off. I turned it off. Yeah. The best to me. I'm very scared. I'm, I'm cool,
3: man. Hello, everyone. Already started. Uh, if everyone's here for this particular workshop or uh, panel or session for, for today, whatever we're calling it. Uh, good yeah. afternoon. My name is Dr. Stephen Fleming, teacher at SBTL at Martin Luther King High School. in uh are number it's four. Eight. Eight. All right. Uh, here with three of my students from uh, our Communications 101 class, which is a dual enrollment class with Harrisburg University, so upon successful completion of the class in uh, June, they'll learn three uh, out grades. Um, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. We're here to discuss student voice and podcasting. Um, so my first question is, who are you? And uh, what, grade you're in? what grade you're in?
1: Hello, my name is Brian Bellman in 11th grade, and... I'm a part
4: of the podcast. Hello, my name is Lance Plummer, and I'm in the 12th grade. I'm two Senior. I'm also was a part of the podcast.
0: Hello, my name is Anila James. I am in 11th grade, and I am a part of this wonderful podcast. <laughs> Glad to be in it.
3: So we're just gonna play a, uh, about sixty seconds from one of our episodes, and then we're just gonna have a discussion. Um, there are a few questions that I want them to explore with you all, and if you have questions for them about student voice or podcasting in the school, um, we're, we're welcome. We welcome it. So, just a few seconds from the behind the eyes of our youth podcast—that is the name. It came from students, so everything is student there, student-driven. I just work behind the scenes. Martin, you going to assault rifle go home, people.
4: Welcome back to the Behind the Eyes of our Youth podcast, where we talk about anything and everything. Should not be able to go to Walmart and pick up an assault rifle and go home? People care more about the guns than the city of a child. It's kind of sad now. I think we need to really, yeah, like America needs to wake up when it comes to something like that. Do the same thing, I guess, all these weird adults have been doing for years now, which deflected back to video games. They, they're coming from a bad upbringing, it's obvious at that point. You're not taking my gun away from me, it's my second amendment right to own arms. So basically, like, need people, sir, you can going you, to help people, sir, uh, and you would actually want to help. I feel like if they're crazy, one of go ghosts, you know, the school, are you telling them, oh, you should go see a therapist, mm-hmm. that's not going to help. You. When are we safe? Mm-hmm. This is the big question we should ask ourselves. Welcome back to Behind the Eyes of Army.
3: So, the question I'm going to ask them uh, one, um, why podcasting? And Welcome back to Behind the Eyes of sorry. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Why, why podcasting? It's not mandatory in class. So my question to you is why did you choose to speak up when there's a microphone in front of you? Okay, Um, The reason why I
1: chose to be a part of this wonderful podcast is because I have people listening to my voice. Um,
0: The reason I chose to be a part of this podcast is because I love listening to people's perspectives of things and like having conversations with my classmates. So. And my classmates are really brilliant. They're smart and they're like vibrant. So I love when other people can hear what they think uh, on things and topics
2: too.
4: Um, the reason I joined was mostly just because I wanted to have a conversation about different topics with my uh, peers at the time. Mostly because around the beginning of the year, that's when I found about the podcast we were doing. At first I was nervous initially, but um yeah, it helped me socialize and helped me gain a different perspective on things that I wouldn't have had if I just didn't talk at all. So yeah, that's the main reason I joined the podcast.
3: What's your favorite episode?
2: <laughs> um I've got a split between two
4: episodes. It was the last episode of my year during eleventh grade where we talked about um there was a the lighthearted one where we talked about uh Philly cheesesteaks and where you could go to get the best one. And the more controversial of our podcast last year was when would we be safe? It was talking about the gun violence in um America and having to do with schools. It was around the time we that the um Buffalo shooting happened. That's the main reason. Yeah. But yeah, that was one of my two favorites. I'll
1: Okay, so my main favorite is the one I did. It's titled Thank You, Misty. What's it called? It's titled Thank You, Misty, and Misty is standing right here. And my other favorite one is Toxicity in the Art Community because I'm an artist at heart. I love drawing. Drawing is one of my passions. And being able to speak up about it makes me feel you know, comfortable enough to
0: take action. Um, uh, my favorite episodes of the podcast, it's three of them, okay. Uh, my favorite episodes of the podcast are the uh, uh, art toxicity one, which is, I'm also an artist. Oh, okay. Um, I'm also an artist and me and Brian talked about like the toxic communities and art and how everybody's so competitive. My second favorite episode (laughs) is Weird Food Combinations. Uh, That was really a fun episode show that shows everybody tastes different. And my third favorite episode is the... um,
2: uh,
0: Okay, I don't remember the name. But the topic was also like school shootings. It wasn't why we are safe, but it was the time another school shooting happened. And we talked about... Uh, How
4: would it affected you? Huh? Affect you.
0: How it felt to us.
2: Yeah, thank you.
3: <laughs> I want you to um, describe the extent to which you think or you believe that podcasting elevates or doesn't your voice as a student? Does it, do you feel as though it elevates your voice? Do you think people listen to you? Do you think podcasting is a way to get your voice out there to people? I'm gonna just leave it that broad.
4: Yes, um, from my perspective, before I hit 11th grade and was introduced to the Behind the Eyes of Our You Podcast, Nothing I said honestly felt like it was getting anywhere unless I directly talked to an adult, even then it's not so much as their fault that certain things can get fixed. it was more just the fact that like the position there and they couldn't change anything. So I feel that now that we have this podcast, um we have the ability to get our voices out there and actually explain our reasoning behind the things we say and the reasons why we do things so people can kind of react the way they want to react then actually see if they want to change to help us. Yeah, that was the main reason why I did that. The main, well,
1: I feel as though our voices as teenagers are not heard enough. By me, by saying that, I feel as though it's heard but not taken in. I feel this way because it's been some times where I've been in a couple incidents where I said something and there's no change. You may have listened to me, but you may have not. You didn't do anything about it, which makes me frustrated because if you want me to come towards you and want me to talk to you about a problem, if you're comfortable talking to you about a problem, it should be at least adjusted or fixed to a certain extent. Um, I definitely do think
0: the podcast helped because before... It helped elevate students' voices because before I was on a podcast, I felt like very unheard. I like, it was hard for me to talk to anybody and like speak out to adults about things happening with me or things I need them to do for me. But after I got on a podcast, I felt like more esteem and I felt that i was able to speak my voice so i'm now (laughs) i'm here uh before August, i wouldn't have even considered doing something like this so yeah
3: (laughs) thank you if um if i'm new to your podcast where should i go to start there are a lot of episodes there where should i start should i start in the beginning Uh, you all talk about particular Topics, man. I'm new. Where do I begin?
4: So that question's a that question's a little difficult due to the fact that some of our podcast episodes take place about some certain events that are currently taking place. For example, the Buffalo shooting one I was talking about. Obviously, it took place during the Buffalo shooting. So if you're not there for like a current event, you're probably not going to want certain episodes. But overall. If you're just there to listen to our voices in general then you can really start anywhere you want um each i guess you could say season i'm saying that due to the fact that the um lineup for the podcast changed due to us being in different grades so if you for example one of the more light-hearted podcasts you could probably go to this one from what i've heard they're more laid back than what mine's was like last year minds was more straight to the point we didn't believe Start off by saying anything, we just went straight to the issue of what we were talking about. And the year before that, if you want something more in depth, you should go to our first year of the podcast. So if you want the more in depth go to the first year, straight to the point, of the second year, more laid back, you should go to this year.
1: So what I suggest is go on how you're feeling today. If you're feeling in a good mood, maybe the word food combinations as and I mentioned it was one of my favorites. <laughs> I suggest go with how you feeling that evening, or maybe just listen to it to before you go to work, or any time of the day you feeling happy, you feeling want like to hear something serious or important. Just any time, anywhere.
0: Right. Uh, as our podcast is, we talk about anything and everything. And uh, going with Ryan, yeah, how you should uh, how you feel at that moment. We have some funny episodes, we have some serious ones, and we definitely have more...
4: argumentative <laughs> Arguments.
0: Yes, very yeah. much. We argue a lot.
4: <laughs> so if you want variety, you can really go for any of the episodes. Um, there's no real focus on them. You'll definitely find something you'll like
3: eventually. How do you come up with what to discuss for particular episodes? How, what is that process?
2: See,
1: we go with we first we look at the news, and we hear around the school. We'll be like, if something major happened, like oh, such and such happened. Like for example, Kobe's passing. Maybe I believe you did a podcast about that.
4: Somewhere that wasn't mine. Honestly, don't remember, and that's a shame. No. doing
1: Kobe's <laughs> passing, you probably did a uh, podcast. So in current event stuff like that, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, um for us the podcast is based off what's going on in the news or honestly what we just feel like talking about that day. because because the podcast wasn't just meant there to be like okay this is a news channel we're only here to talk about the news it was more just of getting our voices out there in the first place no matter what no matter what topic it was it was just to get us out there that was the main point um so yeah there wasn't really like there can be certain topics that you get out there, for example, like you'll probably find a podcast about that from one of us. But, uh, you yeah, know, there will be just some random podcast episodes about whatever we're feeling, whatever's going on.
0: Uh, sometimes it's like we just randomly start arguing about them.
2: <laughs>
0: from, okay. Here. There's the mic. <laughs> and we start just talking about it, recording our voice, because our podcast is just conversations we have. And, you know, conversations could lead anywhere, anywhere and everywhere. So, yeah. So we're gonna get your questions in a moment,
3: um, but let me ask this uh, this question as well. Um, Some of your episodes deal with some sensitive topics like the N-word, race, uh, teachers in the classroom, some of y'all ain't named on the episodes, um, I think, <laughs> mm-hmm. so How do you, how does COM 101 approach these sensitive topics, um, just in general? How are we gonna answer that question? The N word, you know, do you say it out right?
4: So not, mm-hmm. that answer, uh, the best way I could put it is depending, it really does depend on which season, Again, I'm just saying season because there's different podcasts each year. You pick because depending on which one, you'll get like a different perspective, or you'll just get like a different way. And he talked about it. my season was more, I don't want to say rougher. Like, uh, we just kind of went with whatever. We, if we talked about it, we talked about it. That was it. was no pushing around with the boundaries or anything. We definitely just went straight to the point. If you were offended by it, we didn't really care. We were getting our voice out there.
2: We
1: don't like it, we don't care. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> um I feel like a response. Yeah,
3: that- I really
1: because
0: Yeah, I really response. Really, uh, I think uh, this season with uh, the communications the communications class this year, uh-huh. I think we're more of I think we're more open-minded, not more open. But we're open-minded when we come to topics. And like, as uh, Lance said, we're more laid back. Not that serious topics. We're like, okay, this is how it is. All right. Um, And we give our opinion on it. It's more of, we just say it, whatever's on our minds.
3: So before we um, open the floor to uh, questions uh, from the audience, a couple more points. One, you have a, you have district principals, administrators in the room right now. What are some suggestions that you have as students, a captive audience, all right, can't spend um, What are your suggestions for district principals and administrators for how they can create environments where students feel comfortable expressing their voice? Here, however you want to answer
1: it. So, um, I actually went around the school asking for student input because, you know, part of the podcast, that's what I'm supposed to do. So, I gathered up that some students mainly suggested the time school starts, but I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about how teachers and students communicate with each other. There is an age gap and. Some teachers suggest, since I'm older, I'm more superior, I'm more intelligent. But me at the age of 16, I learned a lot at the age of 16. So for you to sit here and push my ideas to to the side, as if, you know, I'm less human of you to you, is really, like, nerve-wracking because it's supposed to be a school-safe environment, not, you know, for example, some homes may have the same... Team conflict.
0: Yeah. Right. And like the goal Brian said about the age gap and some teachers thinking oh, since I'm older, my word matters more. Because sometimes I feel that when I talk to other teachers, it's sometimes they're like, oh, well, like literally want to the teachers I had said to me, "Well, I'm in my 40s, and you're just beginning life. How are you going to tell me what I've been through? Not I've been through, but some along those lines." And honestly, you might be uh, older, and you might you live longer than me, but that doesn't mean you can't learn anything even though you're a teacher you're supposed to be teaching you're a teacher that should job you could also learn from us and it teaching doesn't just go one way yeah that's, that's all
4: yeah. yeah i think the main issue now for certain teachers and students is the fact that i understand that you're older and you do definitely have more life experience because you're older so you Obviously, experience more life than I have. That's clear as day. My main issue is the fact that when we bring up certain issues with you, instead of hearing us out, you rather just give us a straight up answer to, and instead of hearing the entire reason why we did certain things or why some things were done. You just go straight to, okay, you should have done this, this, and this based off of your experience instead of listening first and trying to at least gauge what you should say, which. You, it, i want to say for teenagers at least i know it seems like we're just rebelling to rebel because oh, they're young they don't really know what they're talking about which for some students i can't buy it it's true they don't know what they're talking about but at the same time you can't always just immediately jump to a conclusion and give your answer based off of how you feel at the moment i think it's really i think it would probably be better if you listen first and then try to gauge what you wanted to say after but
0: and I feel like this generation, uh <laughs> my generation is more emotional. And since we have social media, we was like, we was basically taught to speak? We now like there's there's a lot more ways we can speak out uh this podcast, for example. And we use Like the internet and stuff. I'm gone. (laughs) But what I'm saying is that I feel like uh, the uh, teachers of an older generation. Well, I feel like they like.
2: I'm sorry, I lost my
0: words.
4: (laughs) Were you trying to say that you feel like the teachers from? A bad generation have less of an easier time trying to speak off their mind than we do, due to the fact that since we grew up with the internet, it's more easy for us to just sit up, say what we want to say all the time.
0: Right, and I feel like they was like taught that. Oh, since I'm uh, the adult, you don't have more word over me, or you, I'm always right. And then I feel like they like took that, embraced it, and now they're trying to pass it on, like kind of pass it on to us.
4: Yeah, I think that's a very large issue right now. It's I mean, it's really, it's, the best way to put it is kind of skewed. We're in a generation where people can speak out more, but the problem is when they want to speak out more, they don't want to listen as well. So it's not, I don't want to just throw this on the teacher like, oh, wow, it's all their thoughts, the old generation's it's fault. It's both of our faults. On our generation, jumps to conclusions we're a bit too emotional than we need to be and the older generation aren't as emotional and kind of just
2: follow the script. I actually agree with both of you guys' ideas, but I also
1: think that it's all about your environment, all about how you were raised, all about how you as a person take things. For example, I have anxiety, right? And some environments where there's a new teacher there's new, new people. It takes a lot for me to speak up, which is hard. I remember my first day attending at MOK High School where I was very nervous. I was sitting in Miss C's classroom. I was sitting there thinking, how many more minutes did I go home to see my sister? Right. But the second day I came, I felt more comfortable because Miss T, she made the room feel like a family. I feel as though if we incorporate... Like more student teacher relationships, then we shall you know see a an uprising and tests and stuff like that instead,
4: yeah, I think the main issue now is we it's kind of like uh the example of this podcast instance. if for se well Mr Fle- Dr Fleming I'm sorry um. We probably wouldn't have gotten our voices out. We probably wouldn't have been as open as we are now and, and naturally as mature as we should have been due to the fact that we mostly don't talk to anybody. We don't get the chance to. I feel like because of Dr. Fleming and other teachers that try to actually go outside of the boundaries of what just the teacher's job is, which is just to teach, it's given us the ability to um, grow as a person and really speak our minds on things. So, yeah, I really do appreciate this. And I think. I, I do honestly think that other students in other schools should have the ability to do the same thing. I think you could solve a lot of issues like that by just talking them out before moving straight to action.
0: In conclusion, thank you, Dr. Fleming.
2: You.
1: Yeah, I also believe if we have, not even a podcast, say like a counselor or a person you could talk to, just a person you can talk to at school, because some teachers, you can't always talk to them about your ideas. Because, again, like I mentioned earlier, they'll shut you down.
4: Thank you.
3: So I do want to open it up if if there are any of my bosses, probably my AP, um, who have questions um, for our student right they are. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, sir. So I'm 48 years old, yeah. and I am the AP over at Girls High. so as the assistant principal as as being a man in that school i really want to disrupt a lot of what our girls are told about what it means to Mm -hmm. be a girl and how they express themselves right i can listen to them um i think as a man i gotta always navigate the space knowing that it's their space yeah. But I still don't know how to give them that full voice to say what they would like to say in the way that they want to say it. So what does the podcast do that town halls, student forums and talking to teachers or adults? Like what does the
4: podcast do that those things don't do? So I think the main I understand your point. You want more women to uh understand how they can be and at. Basically, society doesn't dictate what a woman should be. Is that around what I'm trying to understand? I want girls high students to be able to say what they would like to say without it being filtered mm-hmm. and without it having to be it might get back to somebody. I just want them to have a free way to express themselves in
3: the school, but we never thought about a podcast, so how does the podcast differ in other ways that we allow kids to it seems like you all decide more of this, if we kind of just have a conversation without adults dictating what the conversation is about. So, I
4: think the reason the podcast makes this more, well, not more, but it makes this easier for us, is due to the fact that unlike a town hall, the town hall is always shut up by this. Okay, so a teacher or somebody in a higher position to me usually. Obviously, somebody working there is telling us we all need to come together and we need to talk about something. That's the main issue. You're telling them they have to do it. You're bringing them there with the objective of doing it. They don't want to do that because you're telling them to. The reason the podcast, for us at least, I won't just say it's going to work for everybody, I can't. But the reason the podcast works for us is because Mr. Fleming, Dr. Fleming isn't just saying, okay, guys, now I want you to talk about your feelings. He's just... Giving us the mic and saying, say whatever you want. It's not, oh, you mm-hmm. have to say it like this. Oh, you have to say it like that. Like I said, with a town hall, usually, at least for us, they're always set up by somebody, like the vice principal or somebody to that degree, and they're telling us, okay, we want you to talk about your feelings in front of this group of children. Well, at the time, maybe I don't. With the podcast, I can really do whenever I want because he's not telling me I do or don't have to. Right. Oh, all
0: right. Mm-hmm bounce uh, off what lance said like huh? you can um if huh? you, you definitely uh if you huh? want them to talk without being filtered i shouldn't like he said don't like tell them to do it i feel like you should suggest it like open up huh? if it's a podcast or like a group or after school club just suggest it no like no first thing because i me i hate when people tell me what to do like uh, like don't sit me down and tell me this all no <laughs> and i feel like it would be they would definitely want to do it more if it's on their own free will. but sorry so i'm saying put in that suggestion because if you don't, it probably, it probably won't do
4: it at all. Yeah, I think the problem is the ways you're trying to get them to talk aren't natural. You're, telling, you're more just telling them they have to do it. So, for example, right, with the town halls, when we were still doing that, we don't do it as much anymore because they weren't as effective. But when we were doing town halls and they wanted to talk about our feelings or how we were feeling about certain things, either nobody... Answer because you were telling us to or they give you the most cookie cutter basic answer they could because they just wanted to get it over with and go back to class What the podcast however? You can say whatever you want whenever you want. That's our motto Anywhere anything that's that's the whole point you can't just limit it to okay. We're only doing this during town halls I agree with both
1: of my fellow classmates and I say if a person is comfortable around you, they're gonna to wanna to communicate with you and report. If they're not comfortable in state office, then you have to wait. Because it's basically like a new student. Around a new new group of kids, you don't know what to do. So you're gonna wait and figure out, all right, that's that's how they operate. Now let me see how I'm gonna go.
4: And yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah, it's just that's pretty much it. You just you can't push these types of things onto them. They're gonna just float away. Uh, so real to really answer your question, I think the podcast a podcast might help, but at the end of the day, you can't push it, or they're just not going to. And at that point, you might as well just give up. You know, uh,
0: <laughs> <so much stuff. laughs> might as well give up. It's crazy.
4: But well, um, I mean, it's better. Well, I. I'm not saying you just have to oh well, I tried, no more, I'm not doing this anymore. But at the same time you can't just tell somebody, tell me yeah. how you feel. Why did you feel this way? Why are you doing because this? It's never gonna work.
1: Yeah, because
4: people may have, you know,
1: social anxiety, stuff like that. You have to admit. I'm uh-huh. get some additional questions.
3: Okay. So okay. going come
2: over and come over right. yeah, I'm sorry. Right. i to <laughs> So
3: the editing of the podcast. Talk about the, so the editing, I can take that one. Um, okay. I, every year, I, I attempt to uh, bring the students into that process, but it doesn't seem to be as enthusiastic as the talking part, um, <laughs> which is fine because I actually get a kick out of learning. I've learned a lot. This is the third year of the podcast, so um, I make no editorial decisions. So which is why some episodes are longer than others. Uh, the only thing I take a dead air, or people are talking over one another, and you can't understand. Them, I might take that out. Correct. But I make no editorial decisions. In fact, very small story. I'm, there was an episode where they were talking. It was post George Floyd. a very sensitive mm-hmm. discussion, and some of the classrooms at the time believed in um, retaliation against the police in the worst possible way. I, I Fleming, felt very uncomfortable. Ran by a, a colleague and they said, don't get into censoring nothing. This is their opinion." And I said, "Okay." So I did start putting warnings where some topics might be a little more. Yeah,
4: yeah the um, use
3: of the n word, you know, taken out. Completely, you know, that was that's what it was. And I, I was very comfortable, but I left it in there. It was the students who then came at that student, and by the end, she turned, she her opinion changed. So um, editorial decisions, the only ones I make are taking out the, how much dead air they got or arguing where we can't make out. Other than that,
4: it all goes up. Yeah, that's the main appeal of our podcast. That's the, one of the main reasons why most people, uh, most listeners enjoy it was the fact that no matter what we said, he wasn't going to take it out because he felt uncomfortable, no matter how controversial the comment was. It's just there. It's controversial. That's the point. <laughs> I
1: remember when... Um, me and Dr. Kuhlman was bouncing ideas off because that's what we do in seventh period, having period thing. He said it has to be organic. And when he said that, it clicked. This is our voice out there. No one else's, no one's opinion, no filter, no nothing. Raw and real. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. in the
2: okay. uh, I'm also gonna <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> not only familiar with podcasts, that do not attend to your school you to fill here the podcast, right? Yeah. Okay. So then my question is: have you ever considered, it or have
4: you already done it? Have you had members of this school, or of school or other schools come to your podcast? And <laughs> would <laughs> um, you use that for their own? And if there was one they built in another school? During my time of the podcast, which was last year, no. It wasn't due to us just not wanting it. It wasn't like, oh really you're from another school no it was more just oh well they're not here so i guess it's this. Uh, but um like i said the point of the podcast is to get people's voices out there so it doesn't matter if you're from our school or not from our school if you want to get your voice out there you can come on the podcast and talk the other point of the podcast was to get other people to talk so yeah it was the also springboard uh other podcasting and conversations out there that's the whole reason we're also here we want students to realize they should have a voice and they should have the ability to speak out their opinions. And I think a podcast will help with that. At least it did for us. So that's why I'm worried.
0: Um, oh, go, go.
4: So what I realized is
1: that me, I take my sister, because I'm the youngest, so my older sister and my older brother's advice, because they tell me a lot, because I talk to them all, everything. So they told me a lot of ideas for the podcast. The One the suggestion was... Like you said, branch out to other schools and like stuff like that. Not to mention Dr. Fullman, but thank you for a reminder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, the point of our podcast, as I said, is to get students' voices out there. Uh, to the bring up our Black History Month uh, series, we uh, sent out forms for people for students to record their voice on any, uh, his, uh black historical figure, uh, uh, send it up, send it to Dr. Fleming, and we would post it onto the podcast. And honestly, I think we should uh, do that for other schools too. Like, if you want, if you want to do a recording or anything, you could just send it in. Yeah.
4: Um. By the way. At least for our school, our podcast isn't limited by Gertie Diner. If you're eleven, tenth, uh, ninth, tenth, 12th, it doesn't matter. If you want to get your voice out there, you just talk to Doctor Form. That's about it.
1: Also, Doctor Form, I was wondering if um okay. should we uh, <laughs> because other schools probably want to get their voice out, right? I was wondering if you can share your email so you can Absolutely.
3: yeah have other schools
2: yeah.
4: Is oh. it like a mic? Uh, so,
3: um, we let you know. Well, you can tell them first of all where to find the podcast, since you've done intros and outros. Oh. tons, have. tons you know, of intros. Oh, apparently, tons. So, um, our
1: we can be located on any platform. You know, our at is at B E O Youth, and yeah, that's where we can be. Uh, we can be found anywhere: Twitter, to TikTok, TikTok, Instagram, everywhere, anywhere, everywhere. Yeah.
0: And our podcast is on anchor slash D-E-O-U. VEO youth. stands for Behind the Eyes of, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Thank you so much for being here today. Um, I'm with a group of schools in the district, referred to as the Opportunity
2: Network. So all of our students were in other schools before they came to our schools and multiple schools. <laughs> I actually listen to some of your podcasts and the students really enjoyed them i've enjoyed them but one of the most common things i've heard from the students after we listened to them as examples of the way that they can use their voice is they didn't understand how you all felt safe using your voices because their experiences in other schools have been that those weren't safe spaces so the students said to you my question to you is if one of my students came to you and said like how did you feel safe doing that?
4: Or how did you not worry about what might happen? What would you say to them? So the best thing I would have can answer that question is uh, okay. you have to probably first sit around our podcast or just listen. You'll probably pick up why we feel like that. Most of us didn't know each other, so we were a little insecure at first when we were talking. But after a while, you have to understand you have to get used to these people doing this and you need to branch out a bit more to in order for you to probably get your issues out there and want to talk so it's two things one certain personalities allow people to just talk whenever but i feel like you actually have to um build yourself up to it and like i said for us at least no matter what you said Sure, we might argue with you about a point or something, but we're not going to start hating you or bullying you because, oh, shiver me timbers, you disagree with me. Oh, no. It's a podcast. The whole point is to get your voice out there and to speak your opinion. At the end of the day, you're still a human being. We're going to respect that. We're going to respect your opinions. We might sound a bit rough about it. You might be a bit agitated about it, but we still hear it and we still respect it to a degree. So don't feel scared that oh no, what if my what if my um, peers get mad at me? What if they don't want to talk to me? You'll be okay because the whole point is for you to just speak your opinion and that's it.
0: Yeah, when I uh, when Doctor Fleming first introduced the podcast, I was super nervous. Like I, I was like, yeah, no, <laughs> but the people I was surrounded by. And Dr. Fleming made it like very comfortable for me to speak. He, Dr. Fleming, (laughs) is very encouraging uh, for student student voices. He like lifts us up every second. Like, yeah, get your voice out (laughs) there. But it's mostly thanks to Dr. Fleming in creating this environment for us to feel safe. And honestly, you for you need the right person to create that safe environment for you. Not but you can create you can create it yourself. But create that safe environment and try not to try not to doubt yourself every second or um if you get backlash for what you say you shouldn't like what i said it yeah like you should be able to feel like okay i said this i want to say this and it's what i feel and it's what i think And, of course, you should be open to other people's opinions, but believe in yourself and believe in what you say. Like, take pride in yourself and,
2: yeah.
1: (laughs) So, what I've noticed is that, I agree with Anila here, that if a student is comfortable around you, they're going to feel vulnerable. Enough to speak about how they feel. Words, hmm. words. Um. Also, how you got to back?
4: I think basically what everybody's saying here is you need to take pride in yourself to um, speak your opinion, and you also need to go outside your boundaries. I know it's scary. For me, even though Dr. Fuin was really nice at the beginning of the year uh, when I first met him, I was not talking. Like, he had to point out to me, like, hey, you want to say something, I'll put out. I guess. And even then, I was talking, like, so, um, I think that's what I should. But once you start doing more, you'll probably be more open to saying what you want. And once you start getting used to the students around you talking, you'll probably want to say whatever you want to them. So, yeah, at the end of the day, you, you'll be fine.
0: Yeah. yeah. Create that safe space for you.
4: Yeah, it's mainly the environment,
1: because... So far, we have nine classes this year, and mm-hmm. one class wait, what do think? Oh, it's only Dr. Pullman class where I feel safe enough to speak about like, how I feel, how I feel about something—a topic, an interesting topic. Yeah, it was also Ms. T's class, uh, fourth period, because we only had four classes last year. Yeah. Yeah,
4: they got lucky. I'm um, a senior, so I don't really have Dr. Pullman anymore. But like I said, if you go up to them, if you really do want to go on the podcast, you know I don't have this class anymore. If I wanted to, I could just ask Mr. Dr. Fleming, could I speak on the podcast? Most the most likely are answer to get is yes. yes. Okay. Um, so S Fleming, S Fleming, S Fleming, S Two M's, Fleming, Mark. Nickname, Doc. You guys kind of touched on this already, but how do you see, if you see yourself using the skill you developed in the podcast, spaces that may not be as safe as with Dr. Fleming, and because you're gonna graduate from the three years all the way to next year, how do you see yourself taking that in the space that don't necessarily have that relationship So what is um that's a bit of a rough one, I'm sorry. Um, with a podcast, it's basically opening yourself up to different personalities and you're gonna have to eventually get used to Talking about whatever you want, but um, for what you said, which was to speak in a place where you're not as you can't be as vulnerable and you can't just talk about whatever you want, um, I think you're probably going to have to ask people around you to voice it uh, for like what's the right word um, their opinion, or you're going to have to limit yourself depending on your environment. For us, like I said, this is an environment where we can talk about whatever we want, so it didn't matter. But for Other environments where you have to stay limited, you have to get a better understanding of where you're around, why you're limiting yourself in the first place, and what you should do to start limiting yourself. Um, For me, right, there might be certain opinions I want to say, but because I might see um, people around me aren't vibing, not vibing, but aren't exactly going to agree with me or want to hear that point out or it's not worthful worth anything for that environment, obviously I'm just not going to say it because by that point, what does it matter? So, I know it sounds kind of contradictory with the whole speak their mind, but also mind what you say. saying, but you have to remember your environment where you're saying this. You can't just honestly say whatever you want, whenever you want, everywhere. You have to have a certain space to do things. Like he said, um, for us, it's Whatever we want, but for other places it might not be. So I think you're just gonna have to grow along with the class or grow along with the area you're in. Sorry, to um, truly understand where you have to stop and where you can not stop.
0: Um, this podcast. Okay, so my family really lots of people in my family, but my family has some people that likes to beat you down like really hard, uh, and I was like. Forced to stop talking and like be mind, be mindful, quote unquote, or what I say is basically taught to be be obedient to everything. This podcast taught me to stay stern uh, with my voice and opinion, no matter. Like I had, a, I recently had a conversation with a family member. And I told them my opinion, and they kept yelling at me. They kept saying violent things, and I decided to stand up for myself. I decided to say what I needed to say and walk away. Like, it's no matter what people think, you should definitely keep a strong stance. For yourself for your pride for your soul for your well-being because at the end of the day yourself comes first
4: i think yeah i think honestly she's speaking the right thing um if you feel like you're in a position where if you say anything oh i might i'm gonna be in trouble or i might be in danger you either need to go to a different area to speak your mind, or you just need to honestly say, okay, what am I doing here in the first place for me to be so afraid to speak in my mind that I I honestly think I'm going to be in a danger? You need to leave or either really observe where you're at and honestly look, okay, am I honestly in danger of speaking my mind or am I limiting myself by thinking I'm in danger by speaking my mind? You can't just... Off the bat, okay, I can't say anything here. I'm going to get in trouble. Because if you go by like that for the rest of your life, you're going to be a doormat. You're never going to get anything you just want because you're going to be too busy trying to please everybody around you. That's not going to work. That's not saying you have to do, you can do whatever you want, whenever you want, no matter what. But you do have to honestly stand up for yourself. And I think for us, at least, this podcast helped us get up because it taught us to talk about anything, anything we wanted.
1: That's it. You can't
2: just be free of complacency for the rest of your life.
1: So what I've to So what I've learned is that the environment you're in dictates on what you can say and how you can say it, and sometimes when you can say it, because it's all about how it's the environment, or how you feel about anything and everything around you. Like you don't want to purposely put yourself in a dangerous situation.
4: Right.
0: But if you do think this person might be dangerous or what you want to say to them, definitely find a support. Like, you can, for example, I brought my aunt to speak to that uh, family member that was violent. And. I had support of what I said and she uh stood behind me and I was able to be safe because of her. So definitely find if you do wanna <laughs> okay. But if you do wanna speak up. Yeah, speak right. up. Definitely find
4: Support. support. Yeah, I think she's just, yeah, pretty much what she's saying is just, if you feel like you're in a dangerous situation or somebody's scaring you, you should find some support from other people. Always remember you're not alone. You can't just completely limit yourself off into thinking, all right, I sit here by myself nobody's ever going to support me. You have to open yourself up to get support. You can't stay closed off and expect support in the first place. So, yeah, try your best to um talk to people. Have connections, make friends, talk to different people around you. Don't try to stay in a bubble. For me, um, until 11th grade, which again was when I got to the podcast, I was stuck in a bubble. I was scared to talk to certain people because I was like, okay, if I talk to him, he might hurt me. Or if I do this, then something might happen. You need to grow outside of your bubble and actually experience and communicate with people to understand their point of view and what they're trying to say, for you to truly feel safe or understand what they're doing. You can't understand anything if you stay in the same place for the rest of your life. You have to keep you somewhere or a place. That's all. Mm-hmm. So, um, I know we're coming back uh, five you.
3: minutes. Um, I, didn't, I don't want to cut any questions off. Thank you for taking the time to listen to students through their student voices while we're here. As educators, again, it's anchor.fm forward slash B as boy, E O Youth. Anchor.fm forward slash B E O Youth and at B E O Youth on all the socials. Um, Again, thanks thanks for coming. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank Thank you. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay, that was. I was nervous.
0: Thanks for tuning in on this episode of Behind the Eyes of Our Youth. Catch the show on anchor.fm slash BOU for wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to comment, share, like, and subscribe. You can also follow us on the socials at BOU. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, plus Facebook. My name is and I will be seeing you soon.